Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. Ridiculous what Dusty is doing. Ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous what Dusty is doing. Ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. He can't be stopped. He can't be stopped. Stop, stop. Doobie, do it. Doobie, do it. Doobie, do it. He can't be stopped. He can't be stopped. Doobie, do it. Doobie, do it. Doobie, do it. What happened now? From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Frank must have stayed Frank. up late for that one. That's awful. That and was that was great. That's awful. Do it. How Look in the world are you going to do that after the Astros win Doobie thirteen to six? It. Did you see Doobie do it? Julia Morales. How about Julia had to take over for Blumber yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. For those and then uh, and then uh, Steve Sparks came in for the middle innings. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love Sparks. Yeah. Sparks is great. Um. So Anybody they, who will get trashed right after you okay. win the division, That's you love him. That's my kind of guy. Yeah. My kind of guy. Well, does he do it for... No, he doesn't do it for a division. He does it for... No, he no, does. Anytime there's a celebration, yeah. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anytime. Anytime. He ain't, he ain't going to... What? You think he's just going to do it he for World Series? He must be a lightweight, though, because he goes from the booth down there, and he's already schnockered by the time he well, gets on the radio. Well, unless he's throwing some down during the game. You don't know. Nah, he's a pro. He'd never you don't do know. that. Um, Even you don't do that. I don't... Look at that. And that Yeti? There's nothing in that Yeti. You're saying i never done that? I'm saying you don't do it in the morning. No, I don't do it in the mornings. Unless I'm still up from the night before. Well, then it's That's just happened. still coursing through That's your blood, blood system. No, no, it's happened where I've come in with some. That's happened. But it was Has, it was a while I've ago. Been on, since I've been on the air with you? Yeah. You came in with some in a what, cup or something? Yeah. <laughs> I never knew that. Well, well... You never pull that. Stuff no, 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 no. Software. Well, you know the story about me, Chad, and Roy Marsh playing poker while you were out, and Bill Van Rysdam walking back and forth. Well, and we were drinking beer during the show. Hold on, you were playing poker in the studio during the show at sixteen, and I was dealing the poker. Were you on the and air during on the break? On the air, no. During during the show, hitting buttons. You were taking <laughs> the callers. Yes, you were taking calls. Drinking beer yeah. and playing. I mean, I look, I didn't have a lot of respect. I think they kind of ran the station into the ground uh, with a lot of the moves that, that the former group made that was when we were there. But I kind of feel bad for Bill because what is he supposed to do? He's already afraid of you because you, you already threatened him once. And then you're in there drinking beer, playing <sighs> poker, and he'd love to be able to tell you that that's – with You're not one of our biggest sponsors. This? With one of our biggest sponsors. Well, that's actually yeah should be good. Yeah, Roy Marsh was uh, everyone's internet. Yeah, and uh, they were huge at the time with us. He was walking back and forth through the you know the window, the giant window there for the hallway, pretending like he's doing stuff just, just to look and just see to look and see. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! There's yeah, people you were I don't recognize. There's beer. Right. There's, there's a cooler poker. of beer. We got a beers. Cooler? A cooler of beer. We had beers on the counter, and I was dealing poker. While we're doing the show. Yeah, it was fun. Um, because I told the guys, because they wanted me to stay up with them and play. And I was like, well, then you got to come in. All right, we'll come in with you and we'll do the show with you. Okay. Um, so we talked about John Mechie 
a little bit. John Mechie coming back. I, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of a what what kind of a contribution John Mechie makes this. Year. As much, I mean, I, I don't. We haven't really heard much. He didn't play in the last preseason game. We haven't really heard a lot from him. Uh, he missed a lot of football, but he's been proclaimed to be back 100% healthy, right? He's back. But uh, it's become obvious, you know, to me, it was going to be Tank Dell season was going to be determined about John Mechie. Like, can he beat out John Mechie for snaps and this, that, and the other? I would say load up on your Tank Dell. Well, maybe not load up. It's still, but Tank Dell, it appears as though, is going to be the guy because. I don't even mm-hmm. think you have to read between the lines on this one. It doesn't sound like John Mechie is going to be much of a factor this year. No. Uh, here's D'Amico Ryan yeah, talking about where John Mechie is right now in his quote-unquote process. Yeah, we've been you know, helping John as much as we can. I think for John, it's been a long time since he's played football. So it's, John has been – he's been dedicated to the process of you know putting the work in, whether it's on the side, getting reps with the team. Like, he's been dedicated to the process, and it just takes time. So with John, I think we're on the right track. With getting him out there, when that will be, we'll see. That didn't sound favorable for John Mechie. No. Uh, I would – and then on top, I think John Mechie's going to end up being probably a draft pick. To, but Because no matter what happens now, he's going to have a hard time getting on the field if Tank Dell goes off. Unless Tank gets hurt, but – it doesn't sound like he's close to being a factor this year, right now at least. So, I don't really know what to, I don't really know what to think about that. It was a second round pick, you know, just kind of bad luck for the team. But the important thing is John Mechie. They caught the uh, the leukemia prognosis. They've treated it. He's in good shape right now. Obviously, that's the most important part of the the story here from a football standpoint, though. Mechie is obviously clearly behind, and it seems like he's getting more behind a player at the same position. And so uh, it, I'm not sure we're going to be talking a lot about John Mechie this year. Uh, probably not if not. Tank does his job, we won't. No. Well, hopefully Tank is going to be as about as, as exciting as it gets, uh, and he's going to be a huge factor for our team. John Mechie, you wish him the best. I mean, the, what a what a tough blow to a kid, but you know, you, it's it's a tough situation. Tough situation. I would imagine that D'Amico and Nick Casario want that kid to be. I mean, first of all, they want him to be really good because that's another really good player, right? But um, you know, you've got to be rooting for the kid. Hopefully, he's going to be able to make a contribution sometime soon. That would be well. It'd be. It'd be great if he could restart uh, an NFL career yeah. that looked like he was going to have. So, yeah, that's that's clearly. Okay, Des, this is not true. Dell, did you see that Lance's schnitzels were out at the U.S. Open last night? So here's the story. Did you see this? A fan was ejected from a U.S. Open tennis match early Tuesday morning after German player Alexander uh, Zverev complained. It's really more of a Russian name, but whatever complained that a man used language from Adolf Hitler's Nazi regime. I think it was a Heil Hitler thing. Your schnitzels? Well, here's well, that's why she's she's actually Jonic Sinner, uh he was playing against number six Jonic Sinner when he suddenly went to chair umpire James Kathavong and pointed toward the fan who was sitting in a section behind the umpire. He just said the most famous Hitler phrase there is in the world, Zverev told the uh, chair umpire, it's not acceptable. 
The chair umpire turned backward and asked the fan to identify himself, then asked fans to be respectful to both players. During the changeover, shortly after Zverev held serve, the fan was identified by other other seated around him and was removed. A disparaging remark was directed toward Zverev. United States Tennis Association spokesman Chris Weedmeyer said the fan was identified and escorted out, but Zverev said after the match he had fans make derogatory comments before, but not involving Hitler. He st- This guy started singing the the anthem of Hitler that was back in the day. It was Deutschland über alles, and it was a bit too much. I think he was getting involved in the match for a long time. I don't mind it. I love when fans are loud. I love when fans are emotional. But I think me being German and not really proud of that history, it's not really a great thing to do. And I think him sitting in one of the front rows, I think a lot of people heard it. So basically, my schnitzel Verev was playing, and somebody thought they were going to be funny and do Nazi stuff at him. And they were going to do Hitler stuff and Nazi stuff, and they were going to say that. And guess what? Kicked out of the U.S. Open. Banned for life. So I hope you learned your lesson. It's schnitzel, not a joke. my it's, schnitzel. It's not. No, that guy's not a schnitzel, or he would never He's have said that. He's not your schnitzel? No, my, my, the tennis player's my schnitzel. Not the smart aleck guy from New York, probably an Italian guy, who was thinking he was going to be funny and make some funny comments, and now look at him. Boom. Now you're out of Now you just can't come back to the U.S. Open. <laughs> Treat the Germans with respect. That's my schnitzel. Mm. Or your schnitzel Alexander was the guy Zverev. that stood up and sang them. I mean, I'll be honest. No, he definitely wouldn't. wouldn't oh, Germany. <laughs> that's not how the song Glorious. Is that that's it? Canada. Hold on. Sing it again, John. No, not going to do it. No. We jumped in on it. We should have just let yeah. it go. No, no. That's, well, he paused himself, too. He was like, is that it? He paused himself. <laughs> no, that's Canada. I've got, I, I got... I know. I know my filter. I got a filter. Okay, right. sure. Okay. <laughs> I got a filter. Time for you to talk. Dana's coming up in about 16 minutes here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. But right now, we're talking patios. Yeah. The best way to celebrate um, Labor Day, I made some uh, tri-tip yesterday. The best way to ce- celebrate... 4th of July, the best way to celebrate the opening weekend of pro football, the best way to celebrate just a Saturday watch in college football, birthdays, Halloween, I don't care what it is, baseball playoffs, it's out on your patio. It's out on your outdoor living space. Patio, to me, doesn't really do it justice. The outdoor living space really does, especially if you have a kitchen in there. If you have a a fireplace, which obviously you won't need a whole lot here, but it's a cool little thing to have, and, and you do use it from time to time. The fire pit, um, but the kitchen, the the grill, having the refrigerator out there, the island where people can sit and talk. You put the TV up there. You may have it set up to where you can sit at the, the island and watch games, eat and watch games together, have the sound on. It's a chance for you to make memories with you and your friends, have fantasy draft over there. Uh, you can do any number of things from your outdoor living space and they're doing swimming pools now. Texas Custom Patios does swimming pools and pool houses. They can pretty much anything that you can imagine doing outdoors to make your backyard an oasis, they're doing it, and they're doing it with extremely high quality. So make sure that you look at their work. Make sure that you consider this because it's a way to improve your house and improve your life. It's TexasCustomPatios.com. Quit living.
back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dana Holgerson is going to join us here at the bottom of the hour, our first visit with the head coach. Big ups to Carlos Correa. Did you see this, Dell? Setting records, Carlos Correa. No, now that he's no longer part of the baseball team this town, I don't care what he does. Kid into his 29th double play. Well, see, you're a hater. That's no. Just hate. That's just hate. It's a Twins record. You brought it up just to hate on them. He's man. just seven short of the Major League Baseball all-time record. Man, I thought he was he accomplished something good. And I, he did. I, and I didn't see it. You just bringing up stuff to hate. Leave Carlos no, alone. My boy is his best friends with him. I just had to. I just want. That's a little dig. That's all. Carlos hitting, dude. Carlos hitting 228, 16 homers, 29 double plays he's hit into this year. And the last the one was in the eighth inning against the Rangers just Sunday. Does that lead the league? It leads, oh, yeah. It's a Twins all time record. And it's not, we haven't even, we're just starting a month. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it's it's bad. It's bad for Carlos this year. I don't wish bad things on Carlos. The only person I wish bad things on is Garrett Cole. All other Astros are fine. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't wish bad things on Carlos either. But he's having himself a rough year. They booed him there. It's it's a it's a it's a hard time for Carlos in in Minnesota. Hey, people want to know if you're doing a drive for five this year. Uh, First of all, it's 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 higher than that. It's six and a half, isn't it? Eh, I think it's five and a half. Let me check. You go see, but I thought it was six and a half, and there's zero chance. Well, no, that would think, not the under going, would have to be much lower. Heaven, is, seven is heaven. Six is six might be the number. They don't like to leave it on a here regular. That season would be wins. double their wins, and I'm not sure that's going to happen. Okay, let's see. Let's see if I can get you. I'm on the thinking high they're better at quarterback, but I don't know yet because he's a rookie. Let me throw some of these at you. Okay. Arizona Cardinals four. Just give me your quick hit. Under. I'm going under. Atlanta Falcons, uh, eight and a half. Oh, under. Under. Me too. Ravens, 10. Ravens, over. I'm going to go under or push. Over is minus 145, though. Buffalo Bills, I don't see it with the Ravens. They got a tough division. Well, oh, I think Lamar is going to have a big well, year. Well, what about the defense? Is the defense that good? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, they're not. Well, I mean, uh, OBJ, they still got the corners, but yeah, and they've got. Say Flowers could be a factor they got a new offensive coordinator well speaking of that let's get to miko ryan's talking about new offensive coordinators because they have todd munkin yeah your guy it's i think that's huge and that's and munkin is a guy who's known to throw the ball more he's a little more creative but one of the problems for, for anytime you face a new offensive coordinators you're not really sure when he's in his first game you're not really sure what it's going to look like and so the uh the texans talked about that Demico ryan's talked about facing a new offensive coordinator uh, for the very first time because that's what's happening when they take on the uh, the Baltimore Ravens offense. It's a challenge because you don't know what you're going to get. It's a, a lot of unknown, and that's every first game. There's a lot of unknown with the first game you know, in the NFL every year. So, you know, you trust your technique, trust your fundamentals, trust our preparation of what we've been working on all throughout training camp. All right, it's and guys just have to be where they're supposed to be and playing as 11. And it's really the first game is really it's truly all about us, right? Offensively, defensively, especially it's about us. If we do our job, everybody is playing together, then it'll take care of itself. Um, 
Buffalo Bills, 11. Hold on one second. Yeah. Before we move on from yeah. that. Yeah, Todd Munkin is there. And by all by all accounts, uh, Lamar looks a lot better. He looks a lot more comfortable throwing the ball. He's got better. Do you, What kind of season is Odell going to have? I think a very average to maybe even below expectation season. I think Zay Flowers is a guy to watch. Not Rashad Bateman. Uh, I think Bateman's just kind of a guy. Zay is kind of special. Zay has got some, he's got some real dog competitiveness. He is a guy who can get open. He has ball skills. Um, to me, Lamar will have a lot of confidence in him early. Lamar's a guy who gets confident on a target and sticks with them. That's why it's been Mark Andrews forever. Uh, and Mark's been the best target for them. But I think once he sees Zay Flowers and his ability to separate, I'm just not sure that Odell Beckham can can get open like he used to be able to. We'll see. I'm not sure physically if that's his. And maybe Bateman will have a bigger year well, outside. But it, Lamar doesn't love to go outside the outside the hashes. So that's why I'm looking for guys inside the hashes, which is Mark Andrews and Timmy well, Zay Flowers. You doubted Dion, okay? Yeah. I. Well, I mean, look, I, I just I wasn't a believer um, and I'm not sure. And you don't believe in Odell I, either. Honestly, I'm thinking about believing in Dion, but I'm that, not sure. Is I it because they're they're black men, and you just don't believe in them? It's not just black men. No, no. it's not clear. just that. It's confident black men. Oh, confident black men. Let's confident. 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 Yes. Oh, confident. It's, oh, it's not confident. It's confident. It is confident. And, yeah, and confident. is Odell confident? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's okay. hear from. What's up, boss? You believe now? You you hold on hold on hold on yeah are you gonna believe on Monday yeah yeah you think it's Odell gonna have to ask you hold on boss <laughs> no I won't believe in Odell what what's up boss you believe what's now up, boss? you you hold on hold is he gonna have to do that to hold you on, boss. On, is... on Monday what's up boss uh I don't believe in Odell Beckham mm, okay what's up boss you believe now. He's not going to say that to me Monday. He's going to. Odell Beckham. If I was him. He's not going to say that. I saw what you wrote. Hmm. Whoa, 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 whoa. don't start changing now. Do you believe? Believe in what? You don't believe. Dion did say, the the references we're making is Dion said, a confident black man makes people uncomfortable. And uh, it makes, I mean, it doesn't make me uncomfortable with D'Amico. So I don't know. Here's the. The whole thing about that, and I, I agree. I forget who it was. Maybe it was, I forget Jason Whitlock or somebody said, "Man, it would re- really be nice if you made it about the team, Dion, instead of yourself, wouldn't it?" I think he went a little he um, went too far. I think it's tough though because Dion is a guy who has Dion is a showman. Dion has has star. Like I think he will make it about the team behind the scenes. I think there's some Dion that he wants to just. I told you so. He heard the he heard the doubters. Although I think some people went way too far it's with one what, game. I know it's it is crazy. One like, game, we're acting dude. like he won the you, defense. I know, I know. We have to wait because I don't think TCU's defense. I thought they looked bad in that game. I thought they looked real bad. And Colorado gave up a lot of points too. So yeah, yeah I, I I think, but it is. You know, in the short term, it's a great win. For it's a great win. Twenty point dog on the road. I mean, it's a great. It's a terrific win. What's up, boss? You believe now? Not, not, no, not yet. What's up, boss? You believe now? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> okay. I want to see. Okay. He doesn't believe. I want to see more. If you can beat a Matt Rule coach team, then 
good luck to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After watching Matt Rule and Jeff Sims, uh, oh, it should be very gosh. difficult. Talk about if quarter, you beat a Jeff quarter, Sims quarterback, quarterback disparity. Team, this is going to be a battle Shadur of Sanders quarterbacks Sanders or Jeff Sims? Who would you like? Is this black quarterback Super Bowl? Oh, my God. No, because Jeff Sims Shadur is Sanders playing. versus Jeff Sims? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Patrick Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts was that. Yeah. Yes. In, in an actual Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. All right, yes. we got to break it. Dana's uh, up next, brought to you by HRP, Chastain Ford, and Damaris Barbecue, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. But a little QC Kinetics first. So QC Kinetics has been uh, working with my wife on her knee. She's going to run the Berlin Marathon. It's not long. It's, we're less than three weeks away, and she's been training and, and working hard. Really proud of her in this in this heat, in this unbelievable heat. And she goes out and puts in the long run. She'll go out early in the morning on a Saturday. She'll go run for, for you know, 16 miles. And that wouldn't be possible, I don't think, unless with the, with her knee issue that she has. I don't, I don't think it would be possible without QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics helps regenerate and restore damaged tissue in the joints, whether it's hip, knee, shoulder, back, wherever the area, ankle, wherever the area is, they can regenerate and restore damaged tissue. And that is what causes all that chronic pain. So if you're living in chronic pain, and you don't have to be trying to get back to an, a, you know your athletic self or whatever, you may just want to get rid of the chronic pain. You may want to live a life without having chronic pain. And, and I don't want you to have to, to take the shots that give you temporary relief or the surgery with the drugs and the downtime from work. You may have a better result with QC Kinetics, and many people do. If you go to qckinetics.com, you can see the locations. They have four locations in Houston. Set up your consultation and see if it's right for you. But I'm telling you right now, professional athletes have used this process for years and years with great results. Why don't you do the same thing? 713-913-5285. That's 713-913-5285. That's qckinetics.com. Veritex Community Bank Studios. It's the offensive masterminds running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline. Hi, welcome back. Dana Holgerson brought to you by HRP, Chastain Ford, and Damaris Barbecue every week right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You kook fans, tell your friends, tell your neighbors that Dana Holgerson is with us every Tuesday morning. Coach, welcome in. Congratulations on uh, Saturday night. Hey, what's up, guys? I appreciate that. Uh, you know, good opening night win, opening game win. Uh, had a pretty good feel to it. Um, you know, the, the attendance was good. The student section was good. I think everybody liked those unis and everything. Had a bunch of recruits there. And it was a pretty good football game, too. So I uh, was happy to get, get to one and know, man. I saw Tank brought C.J. Stroud to the game. They're becoming thick as thieves, those two. And it was cool seeing uh, the Texans' new quarterback, on the sideline of the Cougar uh, of a Cougar game. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's a good dude. Uh, you know, uh, represents the city well. I think. Uh, same with Tank. I mean, you know, Tank is Tank is Tank. Uh, he wanted to put that uniform on. He, he he yelled at me in pregame. He literally like yelled at me in pregame. Was like, "Why didn't we do this last year? I would have looked good in those uniforms." <laughs> you know, and and. and it was mad because everything's about tank, you know. But uh, we had a good showing. Marcus Jones was there. <laughs> uh, Josh Jones came out. Uh, Tyus Bowser. You know, we had probably 
10, 15, you know, ex players, uh, NFL guys that, that were there on the sidelines as well. So that, that, that week one thing for them, uh, is a good opportunity to be able to come back and, and see their team and, and their school, uh, based on NFL not having a game on that weekend. Well, how about you got Marcus Jones, you got Tank Dell, and you got, uh, Stevenson, right? All sitting there, great returners. And then Malik Fleming goes for 48, and you go running over to him, telling the story. I did. It was, uh, you know, I'm pretty excited about Malik Fleming now. I think everybody should at this point. But, you know, he started four years at East Carolina. He played almost 3,000 snaps. I mean, he was he was in Tank Dell's grill for, for two straight years. And I was impressed with how he played. I was impressed with how he covered. So, you know, there was a connection with him and Duck Belt from Valdosta. Uh, state or about out to Georgia. Uh, so they knew, they knew each other a little bit. And just based on the fact that we competed against each other, uh, and he saw what those guys did. So he's like, I want to come play in the big 12 and play for, for you guys. And so I was like, heck yeah, man, this is a natural fit. Great fit. So, <laughs> you know, he got out and, and went up the sideline for about 50 and I was, I was running all the way down the sidelines thinking he might get in the end zone, but you know, a couple of plays later, offense did get in the end zone. But I turned around and beeline back to midfield because I knew those guys were there. <laughs> and I was like, see, it ain't y'all. It's what we're doing here at the University of Houston. We got another one, too, in Malik Clemens over here, you know. And so they were just they, – they were excited because they know that we work hard on special teams. And those returners are dynamic, there's no doubt. Some of them are the best that that's ever done ever done it at the college level, uh, but our commitment to it is 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 pretty big. We're the only school uh, in in FBS that has a kick return and a punt return each of the last four years. You know, so we're trying to keep we're we're trying to keep that streak going. It's pretty wild that you think about it, and you say you had recruits on the field, but the way you tell the story, it's really it really hits home that. Every game you play is, a, is you have recruits there potentially because players you're playing could want to come play for you on a portal. I mean, there were there were people joking. A guy from TCU went and hugged Deion Sanders after the game, and people on Twitter were like, "Well, he just hit the portal." But I guess that's true. Anybody you're playing could be a potential, uh, you know, a portal player if they're impressed enough with what it is that you're doing or your team's doing. Yeah, it, it, it's it's true. Uh, you can't deny that. Uh, you know, we uh, we have a scouting department that is, uh, you know, probably two to three people. I think we got two full time and one intern. That every Sunday they give us a scouting report on our opponents. And that used that used to go. That used to be the responsibility of coaches. You know, and we'd sit there and watch video all Sunday night trying to figure out who who the people are that we're going to put that work that we're trying to coach and play against. And now after our staff meeting on Sunday, we go into a, to a player personnel meeting <clears throat> and our, our, our player personnel people are sitting there telling us who each and every one of these players are that we're about to watch on video, you know? So they're building their, their uh, list and they, they figure out which guys are good and which guys aren't and where they're from and who they are. And, and we build a database based on, based on every one of our opponents throughout the year. You know, now, does that lead to a bunch of Malik Flemings? I don't know. I hope so, uh, if it helps the Cougs. Well, absolutely. All right, so, okay, let's talk about offensively. Clean game for Donovan, but you you you, you held it back 22-34, 233 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. 
this was you know, 17 points, but this was by design. No, this is this is how you wanted it to play a clean game. Yeah, and he helped us in the run game too. Now he carried it. <clears throat> he ended up carrying it uh, 13 times. I think you know several of those was 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 victory snaps and. And, uh, uh, you know, a couple of them were some sacks and stuff like that. But he had positive yards in the run game as well, I think. When you look at him, and he's six foot five, 240-pound frame. He's going to be able to fall forward like he did on that third and four to get us the first down in a very dramatic way uh, on that four-minute drive towards the end of the game. Um, but, you know... Was it was it uh, was it air raid uh, fastball throw it everywhere try to get to 500 yards No, that wasn't the plan. Uh, we wanted Donovan to kind of settle in. It was important for him to settle in and do what he has to do to help the team win. That's his mindset. He's not here to to try to break records because one, they're impossible to break, but two, uh, it's more about the team and it's more about what we have to do offensively, uh, defensively, who we're playing, how the game's going in order to get that done, and we did that. So I'm not going to apologize for 17-14. to 14. Uh, Donovan played a pretty clean game. You know, I mean, that 22-34 for 233, two touchdowns and zero interceptions is winning football. And then getting, getting some first downs on the ground is winning football. Now, we didn't run the ball very good. Uh, that's a little bit of a work in progress. That's you know, and, and we do. We need to open it up a little bit more because when we start playing some of these teams that can score more, we're definitely going to have to match that if we want to be successful. And we're going to continue to work hard on doing that. Uh, we forced runs into some fronts that were probably not smart. You know, and that's 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 part of uh, the evolution of doing some things different. You know, Iman Nagavi is brought in here as the run game coordinator. He's good at it. Uh, if you watch what. Tulane did last year. They got better at it every week, and I think we will too. I want to talk. I want to talk for a second about the defense because, and there's more to get to on the offense. But boy, that was a that was a, an explosive offense last year. UTSA and Frank Harris had a good game, and I thought Doug Belk and the team. You guys played a lot of zone. You kept your eyes forward, so he couldn't really hurt you as much. But what really stood out is, and I know he only played. I had to go back and see how many snaps he played. Traylon Payne only played nine snaps. But one of those snaps had what I thought was a really good interception. I went and watched it like over and over. Just flowed with the football, read the quarterback's eyes, drove hard on the ball. And then Fleming, I mean, I saw bouncy, explosive athletes on that side of the ball, more so than I saw last year, I thought, on the field for you. Is that like is that accurate, do you think, in, in terms of who you got back there on the kind of the back seven? Yeah, we ended up playing about 22, 23 people on defense. Um and, uh, you know, yeah, there's a lot of new guys, like, you know, we've talked about uh, Fleming, but there's, there's some other guys that, that are new that, that popped in my eyes. Uh, you know, Traylon's, uh, he's still a young kid. He you know, played last year some snaps as a true freshman. Uh, I'm glad he got that pick because of the three previous plays he busted, which allowed them to go about <laughs> 70 yards down to the, down well, to the Well, that one looked good. That wouldn't look good. No, he, that's that's what that's what he does. That's who he is. I mean, he's he's not always going to be in the right spot, but he's going to make a game changing play. So we just got to keep coaching him, and he's got to keep getting experience and reps. And but he does pop. Uh, Latravian McCutcheon got two tackles on kickoff team. He's a true freshman. Those were game changing plays. Uh, but we have some guys out there that are new. AJ Halsey had five tackles, uh, which was you know he's a new guy. Isaiah Hamilton from Texas Southern. Uh, played a lot. He's he's a new guy. Brian George from Texas A&M got a bunch of 
snaps. He he looks good. David Uguaybu at the end. Uh, he plays Brandon Mack from Old Best made plays. So there's a lot of new guys, you know, coupled with a lot of vets, and they're gelling good. And I liked what I saw out of those guys. They definitely have different twitch and different body types, which will help us, uh, you know, get better uh, moving forward in the Big Twelve. Yeah, but what was the difference? I mean, is it is it the new players or is it? I mean, what is what did Doug do differently this year against Frank? Yeah, we got some different fronts and stuff. You know, we spied him a little bit more. Um, he, you know, last year he hurt us a little bit more with his legs. I think, you know, he's still healing up. Uh, I think he was probably a little rusty, you know, but he's still healing up. But that's the same offense and a lot of the same players that have been very successful. That was a good, solid game one performance. I'm very proud of him. We we spied him probably a little bit more, uh, but he really wasn't looking to get out and run. He was really looking to get out and throw it. And, we did a good job on the back end of covering people up. And finally, uh, man, Manjack being back is is great. I and mean, he's he's a he's a difference maker. But Samuel Brown and Matthew Golden, where does this is as good as it gets as far as a wide receiving core goes? Yeah, those three are legit. Uh, we knew they were. Uh, they, you know, last year was the Tank Dell show. Just that 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 was special, and we all loved it and enjoyed it and. The relationship with him and Toon was, was awesome, but uh, we want to spread that thing around a little bit more, and that's what you saw. Man, Jack played fast. <clears throat> you know, that was that hurt us game four when he was when he was out. I'm sitting there getting ready for the Rice Isles, and last year against Rice, I'm not kidding you, we had 20 guys go out, and he was he was one of them. Uh, and, and that hurt, and it's good to have him back. You know, Sam Brown's been starting to become way more consistent, so that was awesome to see, and then Golden's Golden, you can tell, is a little different than he was last year. Uh, you know, didn't play to his potential, but you saw a couple of flashes, and I think he's going to settle in and, and be a star. Dan Holgerson brought to you by HRP, Chastain Ford, and Damaris Barbecue. All big, big, big supporters of the program. He's going to be here every week on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Big start, nice job, great atmosphere, great atmosphere. And we're trying to get some tickets sold for the TCU game. But first, Rice, what did you see of Rice uh, against Texas? Yeah, uh, Rice playing Rice football. You know, they they played well for for two, three quarters. You know, and Texas kind of wore them out there in the fourth quarter because Texas is Texas, and they're very good and very talented. But... You know, Rice really good on defense. They 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 do a bunch of different stuff. They're well coached offensively. Same thing. They're going to get better. Uh, you know, they got a new quarterback, uh, JT Daniels, which we all know is very very talented. Um, you know, they they played us so tough last year. They really played us tough two years ago as well. Uh, this is for a trophy. It's Bayou Bucket. Uh, it's important to a lot of people in the city of Houston. It's important to Rice. It's important to the University of Houston. Our guys are going to be ready. We're excited about game two, um, you know, cross-town rival. Uh, they're going to give us their best shot, and our kids are going to respond. So I'm looking forward to the matchup Saturday night. You know, Texas, as you mentioned, they wore them out. Texas is Texas. But, you know, a wise man once said, screw them. We don't care about Texas. <laughs> Didn't want us, and quite frankly, don't want to play them. Okay. Right. I do I do here in October, and then we'll put a wrap up. All right, we'll talk about Texas then. <laughs> Screw them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dana, as always, we appreciate it, man, and we will uh, – good luck uh, at Rice Stadium on Saturday, and we'll talk to you again next Tuesday. All right, thank Thanks, you, guys. Coach. Appreciate it. Go Cougs. All right.
HRMP, Chastang Ford, Damaris Barbecue. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate you. They are big, big, big into University of Houston and supporting Dana and supporting the, uh, the program. So that is great stuff. And I want to talk about the Chastangs right now. They're they all Cougs. I mean, Joe and, and Patrick, they're, you're going to see them at every game. You're going to see them supporting all the programs. They're going to do whatever they can to make sure that University of Houston is on top. They love their school, but they love their city. The Chastangs have been in the city of Houston for I don't know how long. I do know that they've been selling cars here for over 80 years, the Chastang. The Chastang name means something. It means something. Joe has passed it down to Patrick, and Patrick you know, is taking it over and is doing an unbelievable job with his sister and brother-in-law mandy and dennis and they're just great great people with them the number one thing is and they believe in community they believe in getting you the best deal that you can possibly get every single time when you walk into that dealership you know you're going to get the square deal you're going to get uh there are no add-ons you no markups i'm telling you there's a reason that they're no, the number one commercial Ford dealer in the city of Houston is just because they do it right. If business people think this is where I got to go, then why aren't you thinking that same way? That I'm going to get the best deal, that I'm going to get the best service every single time. It's what's happening every single day at Chastain Ford. If you're looking for that Ford car, truck, or pre-owned vehicle that got them on the lot, customized exactly as you want it, not how they want it, it's what happens every single time. You're going to be part of the Chastain family at ChastainFord.com or on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead, just five minutes from downtown Chastain Ford. ESPN 97.5.com. One of these guys cheats at fishing. We got weights and fish. There we go. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, 849 on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Uh, 713-780-3776, the number. Uh, okay, so you had, did you have some lines that you wanted to look at? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, the the uh, game. Totals. College football lines this week? No, no, no. I, I haven't was, seen them. No, I was talking oh. about the... Uh, no, no, but I can pull those up. No, I was talking about the uh, win totals. Oh, win totals. That's right. In the NFL. I, I, don't, I think I, these all feel high for some reason. Like the AFC. Let me hit you right now with the AFC North. Is anyone going to lose in the AFC North? Apparently not. Is the entire is the entire division making the playoffs? So Because here's what we're looking like. I'll start off with this. Cleveland, Cincinnati is 11. Feels like a solid number. That's a good number. I could see them going 10, by the way, but... Last year I liked them over ten and seven. I like it. I like that number. Okay, show me who you like under. Then you're gonna like Cleveland under nine. I am. The like over the over's minus one forty. Really? Yeah, that's they, surprising. They believe in Deshaun more than I do. Well, it's got to be. Well, I that's think the only I don't. I don't believe in Deshaun. But okay, that's the only reason. And they got a good running game and good defense, so they have some stuff. But that feels a little high. I would have made that eight and a half. I think made you make okay. a choice. What's Pittsburgh? Uh, Pittsburgh nine. Pick them either way, basically. Nine and eight. I see that. That's okay. probably going to be in the neighborhood. Baltimore Ravens, we already went through 10. Every one of these has a winning record. I think the division is going to go Cincinnati and Baltimore, 1, 2, 12, and 11 wins. And then those two are going to be 12. Nine. Yeah. That's a lot. They are they have to beat people in their own division. Yeah. So then the rest of the teams in the division well, have don't to. Don't you think the Bengals are the best team in that division? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're actually by, by far. Yeah. I don't think the Ravens are that close to the Bengals. I think it's the Bengals. The Bengals have Rush. The Bengals have a, a consistent quarterback. The Bengals have, uh, to me, better receivers. I mean, 
yeah, to me, it's not really, it's not even the Ravens so much as, yeah, the Ravens deserve to be there, you know, because they've been in that spot in the past. I think Lamar is going to have a bounce back year. I think, I think Lamar Deshaun's could have be a comeback bounce. player of the year. I think Deshaun's going to have a bounce back year. You do? I don't. Well, and he just has to be, remember now, he has a really good running game. So he just has to be better. Yeah. If you get Texans, Deshaun, they got a chance to win the division. Do you think there's a chance? Joe Burrow's calf, have you seen how his calf is? Oh, here we go. The muscle has atrophied in the right calf. And I see him (laughs) kind of limping around. Yeah, do you think there's a chance the the tiger effect will happen with Deshaun? He's never the same again. Oh, it could well be. It's possible. It's a poss- It's possibility. By the way, well, I'm the one Mexi- that had the calf Mexi- injury, not you. You didn't have a calf injury. I didn't say I did. Well, I know, but I you, can't Burrow call, you can't speak to Joe Burrow's calf injury I can see like it. I can. Stupid. Calf atrophy. atrophy. Watch this. Okay. Oh, here it is. Joe Burrow calf at- atrophy. Joe Burrow's back a month. He was sidelined by a stream right calf. Likely mm-hmm. when he's several, several weeks. Can I see pictures of it? It's this tiny little calf now. Hmm. It looks like a tiny. Stop already. Like a okay, tiny. Okay, let's baby do the calf. AFC South win totals. Show his calf in a picture. So I can show what John. wins the division? Uh, ten wins. Jacksonville to me. You it's, think it's, Jacksonville's going to go ten and seven? What do you think? I like it. I like Their over under is nine and a half. If I was, a, yeah, I think they're going to take because the Colts are going to be bad. The Texans are going to be. I think Indianapolis. The Texans. Too high. Six and a half is their total. And the Texans are six? Yeah, Texans are six. I like. I think the I think Texans the Colts are, good, are the worst team in the division. I think the Texans are a good flat number. I'm starting to wonder if you're not right because Jonathan Taylor's not there. You got a rookie quarterback who, frankly, for, his, for all the flashy stuff he does, you can't fast forward the process of. We're learning to read defenses and make smart plays. Like that's gonna, there's gonna be headaches. Now, have some. To me, it's more like Justin Fields, where Justin ran and made some good things yeah. happen. More his second year than first yes, year. Yes, yes. I think Anthony Richardson will do some of that. But I don't know if that's gonna win a bunch of take, games. It's gonna take time. And you have a young secondary too. Yeah, it's gonna and, he take- has, and, and they had a bunch of players suspended. Players suspended well, for gambling. Well, but in between him, Bryce Young, and C.J. Stroud, he's the biggest. Uh, coin flip. He's the biggest. Yeah. Uh, uh, not even a coin flip. He's a. He's the. I doubt him. He's the, the most. most erratic of the, yes, the players yes. for sure. And their number is six and a half. Colts. The Texans are six, which I think is a good flat number. It's hard to say higher or lower than that. What's the Panthers' number? Panthers are seven. Wow. Well, that's a horrible division too, though. It is. I mean, I think the Saints run away with that division. Uh, I like under for the Panthers. Their offensive line hasn't been playing well. Uh, I really worry yeah. about that. I think we could be on backup quarterback at some point this year. And what do they got? Miles Sanders? Uh, yeah, they yeah. got Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. They got... And they lost Mac they Corral. Lost, and they it's, lost, hard to lo- it's hard to win when you don't have Mac Corral. They lost Corral DJ Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Mac Corral's with the Patriots, by the way. Uh, let me hit you with a couple of these real quick. Bears over seven and a half. Wow. That's a aggressive. huge jump. <clears throat> that's a monster jump. They were the worst team in football, and they're looking for them. But are the pack Okay, so they're going to play the Packers, oh, who aren't as good. It's minus 140. The Lions are better. The Vikings are going to be good. The Vikings are the Vikings. Yeah. I don't feel like they go anywhere. So everyone's expecting this to be the big year. Now, they have added, you know, they got Terrell Edmonds, uh, linebacker, or Tremaine Edmonds at linebacker. They added uh, DJ Moore, as you mentioned, so they have a legitimate number one. Wide receiver. Who is the running back now? They lost Montgomery. Khalil but, Herbert. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. They're just, they're okay. Herbert's pretty good. At least when he plays the Texans, he's really good. But um, and I think everyone right Everybody now is saying who plays the Justin Fields is going to make the jump. That's what this is: a seven and a half win total as Justin Fields is making the jump, year three jump. We'll see, we'll see. The, the expectation is that he's going to throw the ball a lot better. We'll see. We'll Dallas see. ten. I kind of like Dallas over, but I think that's a pretty good number. Okay, so that division, you want to talk about a tough division? Well, where are you getting the unders, by the way? Because that's that's yeah. what I'm, I look right. at all these and I'm like, man. I don't see a lot of overs. I see them putting a number really high. Dallas is at 10. How do you like that number? Dallas is, I don't know. With the, the Eagles, the Giants are good. The Giants are eight. The Commanders so are They got them man. under 500. The Giants are eight. <clears throat> the Giants are eight. But the Giants had eight, some wins. Eight, nine after they made the playoffs last year? The Giants had some wins that could have gone the other way, too. Yeah, but I like over eight. Okay. Do you like over 10 or you like... Under I do 10? not. No, I like. like I, don't, I think Dallas? that's a that's a Ten's nice a good number. number. Yeah. So you like? Do you think the Giants get to nine or more? I think the Giants get to nine, and I think the Eagles are going to be eleven. Eagles are eleven. They're going to be eleven or twelve. Yeah. Okay. So then Washington is what? Washington is five or six. They're six and a half. So you like that under? Yeah. Okay. And that under is minus one forty. Tennessee Titans. That's a tough division. Tennessee Titans. This is re- disrespectful to me. Seven and a half. Yeah, it's probably a little disrespectful. You know what? We always underestimate them. We always underestimate well, you Ryan got Tannehill. Your, you got your quarterback you got back. A, you got a good Tannehill's defense. You got a great way, coach. They're way better off with Tannehill than Malik Willis or yes. uh, what's his name from Kentucky. I mean, Will Levis. you got Derrick Henry back. You've got a defense that's pretty good defense. I think seven and a half is awfully low. And you're in an up and down. I don't know what to expect from this. I, I just think Jacksonville is the least combustible team. I don't know what to expect from the Texans. I don't really know what to expect from the Colts. But the Colts have a ch- chance to be the most erratic from a win total because well, if you don't have your running back, Jonathan Taylor, and you got a young quarterback, I just don't know how the Colts can be. It'd be one thing if you had a really good running game. Then maybe you could scratch out, and defensively played well, you could scratch out nine wins. I don't know how the Colts do it now. I just don't. I don't know how they get to even eight wins. The Tennessee Titans, I can envision a nine-win season. The Texans, I can't really see going more than seven. That's the most I can get with the Texans. I just, I can't get no. more than seven. I no. just, I don't think they're in position to do that. No, agree, agree. Seven on three, seven eight zero three seven seven six. Did we say anything that might have offended you? Or yeah, if we you, offended you, let us know. Let us we know. can apologize. Yep. About some, do we offend you? Yeah. What? Dolphins me. are way too high. We're not even talking about the Dolphins. Dolphins. Are like not, nine this is, about, this is a personal thing. What? That button pusher stuff. You, that's still a problem? It's still a problem. But you still what? push buttons. You asked the question, I answered. You okay. push buttons. That's me, what no, you do. No, I don't be, even push this button. Well, that's because you're lazy. Let <laughs> me take this opportunity. Earlier in the show, in the first hour, uh, I made a comment about that. John made a comment that we worked really hard on Labor Day because we were here Labor Day. And then he and I worked really, really hard. And I said, Dell was just in there pushing buttons. Um, and I'd just like to say that that statement, while accurate and true, Dell Del did push buttons and always yep. does push buttons. You push frequently. a button every, every segment. Uh, and I'm pushing a button right now, apparently. Uh, I would just like to say that it may not have fully characterized 
uh, Dell's day yesterday. He did also host the show that didn't people didn't listen to. And that seems like that's is, is that, that a shot at me or a shot at Josh? Just trying to make true statements is all I'm trying to so, say. Did people listen to this show yesterday? So I'd like to apologize for anyone was who was offended by what I said about Dell. No, you apologize buttons. to me. Anybody out there Any who, who is listening on an app? Can I respond? Ninety-seven. I'm making an apology. Oh, you're not done yet. Okay. To people who were mm-hmm. offended. Can I respond? Sure. If you want. I push. hope that you choke on a piece of concrete and literally go to hell. What did you do just now? I pushed. Okay. I, clicked, push the I clicked the button. <laughs> I clicked a button. I didn't I push anything. I clicked the button. You I pushed will, the button. When you go to break, I will push a button to turn off your have mic. You seen what so. your, uh, have you seen what your squad's doing? What's, what's going on? Italy? Against U.S.? Oh, they're getting their They're beating doors. the U.S. right now. That's not true. It's Italians. They're getting their doors blown off. <laughs> <laughs> the live betting line is 41. Minus 41, uh, USA. Well, listen. The, okay, name all. For, okay. Italian, great basketball players, Italian war heroes. None. De Vincenzo. De Vincenzo. Is he playing for Italy? Great. And by the way, Lithuania, who beat the uh, the U.S., got beat by Serbia today. Oh, my gosh. And we're yeah, worse than Serbia now? Serbia without Nikola Jokic, We're, we're worse than Serbia now? Apparently. Serbia and Lithuania are always tough matchups. They always have different players who are, you know. Who are and they what? were making fun of Austin Reeves, by the way. Who was? The Lithuanians. Absolutely They were not. in his kitchen. Yeah. We're not going to tolerate that. That is the new. Great White Hope. Yeah. Well, apparently one of, the, one of the one of the Lithuanians plays with Austin Reed's brother, and so his brother told him, hey, get, "Get on him, get on him when you when you <laughs> wow. when you're playing against him." Yeah, Austin Reed's brother was Austin like, Reed's is one of the Austin Reeves is uh, he's looking to be great white hope. Well, the white what is it the white player of the year? The is that an award? There, what's what's the name? There's I don't a, think that's an great, award. Oh the, yeah, you weren't here when we did that. Yeah, because white Mason, player of my the son year? argued. About who he he was giving me the rundown on who the 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 white player of the year was. Apparently, this is a thing on the internet. Of course, <laughs> the white player of the year, and that's what got us into a whole argument about whether or not Luca's white. Yeah, he is white. He's just a European white he's person. Not, he's not a white boy. Though. He is. He's uh, just yeah, that's right. We got to claim Kobe, don't we? Why? Because he's he was, a, oh, he's Italian. Italy. Yeah, Italy. You can claim him. Yeah, but was. you don't like Kobe though. No, I can't stand Kobe. Well, yeah. Kobe's not alive. He just well, he didn't like him when he tried he's alive. to be Mike. Stop. Be yourself. Um, well, now he's Mamba mentality. Do they call it Mike mentality? No, they call it Mamba mentality. Well, people want to have Mamba mentality. Now, um, once he got his own nickname, it changed. He's Mamba. He's his own guy. He's not his own guy. Wait, the, wait, you don't all, like him trying to? Hey, who was the son of Mike? Anymore. LeBron's the son of Mike. Why is he twenty three? Everyone's the son of Mike. That is, that is kind of true. I, I, you know what? I got to give. Yeah, if you you want to emulate the best, be, to be the best. Okay, nine oh two. We got to break it here. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. ESPN.